TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. You're listening to WEEI Late Night. On WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. It'll be second and goal in the break huddle. Akers in the backfield. And the quarterback Stafford is under center. The 15th play of this drive coming up. Down by four. Stafford, receivers in tight. He gets the snap. He cocks his arm. He throws a pass. Caught with the leap. Belt high, far side of the end zone. Touchdown, Cup! The Rams have taken the lead. The Rams have taken the lead. 125 to go. Heavily covered. Cup left and trapped the ball against his belt buckle. L.A. leads it by two. 125 to go. My name is Cupid Valentino. Oh, it's the Valentine's Day, I hear. I just want to say one thing. Boston's original 93.7 WEEI Late Night with KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. And as a married guy of more than a dozen years, I will still say happy Valentine's Day to you, even if we're pretty much a, a station geared towards men 18 to 55. Still, look, <laughs> this might be your way to remember to tell that significant other next to you, oh, yes, happy Valentine's Day. Been listening to the station all day. And so I, 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 I'm happy about last night's Super Bowl because there were, there were thoughts in my head that this is going to be a blowout. The Super Bowl show will outweigh the game. And it was truly, you lower your expectations, you can get great results. And that was last night's game. And on that last drive, you just heard called by Kevin Harlan here on WEEI yesterday, last night. You heard Cooper Cup save Matthew Stafford from what was literally going to be a Craig and Friday moment. How are you the Rams going to lose the Super Bowl in your own house? <laughs> it was getting very close to that. And that would have been a very interesting story, especially on Sean McVay losing 16-3 the last time the Rams were in the Super Bowl. So that you were literally about to see... The home team, which which before last year, never you'd never get the home game at home for the Super Bowl. Now, like two years in a row, L.A. had all that money on the line. And they were on the verge of losing at home. Justin Turpin, thank you so much for being here tonight. How are you? I'm doing all right, KJ. Got a little bit richer with the Super Bowl last night, so I'm still riding off that high. I'm doing good. And see, you're smart because the next day you came in to work versus worrying about spending that money on Valentine's Day dinners. Right? Like you're like, hey look, you know, I haven't I haven't cashed it, cashed it in yet. Even though you're excited like, yeah, I won on this prop. I won on another prop. She's thinking, yes, two stakes. Surf and turf times two. Get the additives. A la carte. 
And you don't have to do that because you're at work today. Baby, you got to work tonight. And she'll never be mad. Amen. 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 Pass the collection plate on that. And your winning should go in there because you probably got your thing from one of the Squid Games or Scare Money Don't Make None last week, didn't you? I texted you right after. I said Squid Games. You sure did. I'm such a nice KJ. I don't take your money when you win. Most bookies, they do. But Cooper Cup last night saved Matthew Stafford. And so there was a rumor going on, of course, uh, right before the game started, like, look, if Aaron Donald wins this game, he might retire. Listen to the emotions from him after the game last night. Obviously emotional. What's the immediate feeling you're, you've got right now? I'm just so happy. I wanted this so bad. I dreamed this, man. I dreamed this, and it's like, it's surreal. Look at this. Look at this, man. This is... I feel amazing. I feel amazing, man. I feel great. I'm so happy for Aaron Donald. I mean, because you think in college, it's a stud, and then just the Rams were really bad for several years while he was there. He's still making Pro Bowls and getting getting votes for MVP, even though he doesn't win it, but Defensive Player of the Year a couple of times. And, you know, I mean, my goodness, he's even changed the way the ACC does their imaging for football season. Like, it used to be showing, like, Beakers and labs. Now they show Aaron Donald sacking people. Like, come to one of our schools. Aaron Donald went to one. So maybe one more year he makes a run at it. But if he walked right now, this would be the perfect time. I already thought he was a Hall of Fame player. Uh, last night solidified it. Now I got to give it to the Bengals. Well, I got to give it to the refs too with the you know face mask tearing your head and <laughs> touchdown. But Joe Burrow is just a bit disappointed knowing that the game was still in the balance. And they couldn't convert. Here he is. Yeah, when we hit that first play, I thought we were going to go down and at least get a field goal to tie the game and send it into overtime. Uh, you know, you got, again, you got to give credit to them. They had, you know, they they played their tails off for those four plays and, and stopped us on third and one and, and fourth and one. So you know, credit to them. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that Joe Burrow and we're not discussing his choice of clothing and stuff like that. All that, all that stuff that makes some players seem cool, but others look like dummies. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's just the environment we're in. I don't know. But the talk last night and into today, which I've wanted to get into, is Matthew Stafford and the Hall of Fame. I was like, are you serious? Now, if he's a Hall of Famer after last night, then my question would be, where does this leave Jim Caldwell in the conversation of the NFL And it's storylines, right? So, look, if Matthew Stafford had only gone to the playoffs in 2012 and then last night, no one would be having this conversation. If you said this guy's been in the league 13 years, went to the playoffs once 10 years ago, and is a hired gun and suddenly goes to the Super Bowl with everybody around him, that makes a Hall of Famer? No. But what gives people a chance to say that he deserves to go to the Hall of Fame is that he has gone to the playoffs. He did have some winning seasons in Detroit. It just happened that three out of four of them, out of a total of five, out of four, I'm sorry, came with Jim Caldwell. Zero for three in terms of winning seasons after Jim Caldwell left. So after Jim Caldwell left, it went back to stinking, and Matthew Stafford was there. I hear people say, well, look, he's got like almost 50,000 yards passing, and now he has a Super Bowl. Well, I can make the same argument. It says, look, you know, there are a couple of guys that have DeMarcus Ware and Jared Allen 
have hundreds of sacks. Richard Seymour has 57 and a half. It's about how you impacted the game overall, not if you were really good on your team. People say, well, you know, like uh, NBA reference, right? So it's like people are like, oh, man, you know, Christian Leitner, like, averaged like 17 a game. I'm like, you know, even the sucky teams have people who average double figures. It just happens. Matthew Stafford was that guy all those years in Detroit, except for those three years that he was able to go to the playoffs. Well, three years with the winning seasons with Jim Caldwell and going to the playoffs twice out of total three times. Put in perspective, Calvin Johnson, Megatron, everything receiver, stopped after nine years. If you take his numbers away from Stafford on that same Detroit team, Stafford loses 25% of his yards. Justin, he loses 25% of his passing yards just because of one guy. That is a lot. Who stopped after nine years, and that was in 2016? So, like, if you, so 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. So, another five years, whatever Matthew Stafford has obtained in those five years is probably close to 20,000 yards. I'm being generous when I say that Megatron is responsible for 25% of every yard that Matthew Stafford has gotten. But this guy's a Hall of Famer, right? So if you take away Megatron, really you have Tony Romo. Now watch, this is who he compares to, Matt Stafford. Tony Romo, Mark Brunel, Steve McNair, Jim Kelly, Joe Namath, Jim Everett, Alex Smith, Andy Dalton, Terry Bradshaw, Joe Theismann. Now, Justin, for your set, you've probably you I know you've seen Romo play. You probably remember a little bit of Steve McNair. You probably remember Mark Brunel. Mm, I don't even remember Joe Namath, maybe in his late years. You wouldn't remember Jim Everett. You would know Alex Smith, Andy Dalton. You didn't see Terry Bradshaw. All these people I've seen play straight-up games except for Joe Namath in real time. Matthew Stafford is actually the modern Joe Theismann. Joe Theismann's not in the Hall of Fame. And I was like, that's interesting because Joe Theismann was an MVP. Matthew Stafford was not. Joe Theismann won an M- he, he won a championship. Well, Matthew Stafford just did that. But see, Joe Theismann played in an era where the running game was more important than the passing game. Matt Stafford had no running backs in Detroit. You couldn't even name... You couldn't even name, you could say uh, one of them's last name was Johnson, and you might be right just because you guessed the last name Johnson. So literally what you have is Joe Theismann, who impacted his team, wins an MVP, doesn't throw for a whole lot of yards, but wins a championship. You have Matthew Stafford, who throws for a whole lot of yards, doesn't impact his team, is a gun for hire, then wins a championship. So, Ask some of your friends if you don't know or if those who do know. Ask yourself, would you put Joe Theismann in the Hall of Fame first or Matthew Stafford in the Hall of Fame first? Here's Matthew Stafford on his Detroit years last night. Matthew, all the years in, in Detroit, was there ever a point that you thought this was never going to happen? And, and how did you keep 
plowing through, thinking it might. Somehow. I love playing this game. Um, I love playing this game for the competition, for the uh, for the relationships, you know, for the hard times, you know, for the good times, all of it. Uh, this game can teach us so much as people. I get to go to work with people from all walks of life, come together and go for one, you know, one goal. And for 12 years, that goal wasn't reached. It tore me up inside, but I knew I could keep playing and, and try to find a way. And, uh, you know, the fact that we reached that goal today is, uh, is so special. Joe Theismann is Matt Stafford. Now, remember, I told you just a few minutes ago, Richard Seymour had 57 and a half sacks. Junior Seau only had 56 and a half sacks. Uh, yeah, gold jackets for those two because of their impact on the game. Where, like DeMarcus Ware or Jared Allen, oh, these guys have over 115 sacks at least a piece. DeMarcus Muir has won Super Bowl. But did they impact the game? Did they? Before I get out of here and go to trending, there is this narrative that's being trying to be pushed on you that, hey, Stafford was comeback kid. His run through the playoffs was amazing. Really? It went down each week in the playoffs in his completion percentage. 76, down to 73, down to 68, and 65 last night. That's going backwards. Or what about his passer rating? I love passer ratings. 154, down to 121, down to 96, down to 89. Not bad numbers, but that's a downslope. Yards gained per attempt. 12, down to 10, down to 7.5, down to 7 last night. Interceptions, 0, 0, 1, 2 last night. That's going the wrong way. So now you see why Cooper Cup was named the Super Bowl MVP, and you see the importance of Jim Caldwell in the Matt Stafford story. It's KJ Late Night, WEEI on 93.7 in Boston and across New England. It's time to trend. The home for Patriots fans. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Both the Celtics and Bruins are off tonight. The Celtics will look to extend their win streak to nine games tomorrow as they visit James Hardenless 76ers. Quick note on the Celtics, KJ. They play the 76ers without James Harden tomorrow, like I said, and then host the 12-win Detroit Pistons on Wednesday night. So there's a serious chance the Celtics head into the All-Star break on a 10-game win streak. Something hey, to watch there. That's the schedule you were put in front of you, kids. <laughs> you, you play the schedule you're handed, right? That's right. The Bruins will be in New York to take on the Rangers tomorrow night. Jeremy Swayman will get the start net for the Bees, and Matt Grizzlick is likely to play after missing Saturday's game with an upper body injury. The Bean Pot right now, it's BU versus Northeastern in the men's final, and they are tied at zero apiece with 431 to go in the third period. The New England Revolution have signed two-time U.S. Soccer Player of the Year Josie Altidore through the 2024 season. And finally, according to Albert Breer, Odell Beckham Jr. suffered a torn ACL in last night's Ah, Super Bowl. Tough for him. Tough blow, especially a guy that's a free agent. And I had a prop on him to be the Super Bowl MVP. I had two touchdowns, one in each half on him. I was like, Odell's about to make me some money. I did the five and a half on the catches. It was looking good. And, (laughs) oh, man. No, that was like everyone was rooting for OBJ. That that one hurt. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Late Night with KJ coming up next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. 
News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. To it. WEEI Late Night and streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Well, I think, you know, as I've said many times, I think this who comes back is working for the head coach. Nobody yeah. comes back on their own program. And so whatever happens with, the, with this offense, it's all going to be predicated on what Coach Belichick wants to do and how he sees this offense fit, moving forward. I think that's the key, and I think as fans, that's what you have to understand. He's going to run the offense now. Joe's going to be in there to follow, to do what he has to do and handle the things he needs to handle, and certainly at the discretion of the head coach. But I think this is an opportunity to for the Patriots to kind of clean up their offense and kind of narrow things down. When you're as had one player at one position for so long and Josh being there, it's so good. You kind of tend to build up a lot of volume and there's a lot of verbiage that goes with it. I think coach would probably want to come in and cut all that down and kind of rebrand the offense around Mac Jones. And the only one who really can do that is coach Belichick because it's his offense. It's his team. It's what he wants to run. Oh boy. Boston's original 93.7 WEEI late night with KJ. Keep that going, Justin. It's Valentine's Day. It isn't necessarily a happy day for everybody. Uh, I wouldn't be too happy to hear Judge Stinks. Yeah, yeah. Judge Stinks. So now the special teams guy is coming back as an OC. Oh, boy. You know, several weeks ago, I kind of joked, but it was serious at the same time saying that, you know, look, in Belichick's tree, his kids have built a treehouse. And it's kind of like a little bit in the elephant of the in the room, if you will. 617-779-7937 or the text line is 37937. Love to get your comments in. We'll get to them shortly. But yeah, this 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 disaster that could be on the horizon, and I'll explain that here in one minute, uh, isn't really pretty. Now it makes sense why Josh McDaniels didn't walk to that Vegas job, he ran to it. And why he started taking people with him. Because, as you just heard Mike Lombardi say, look, Bill might want to strip the whole thing down and re... I don't know what the word is. Re-invent the offense with the second-year quarterback? 
where that's where you'd want consistency. And so I I, I didn't realize because uh, you know when you got a ten year run around the house you don't look at everything, but you know who the opponents are for the Patriots next year is already out. And I looked at it, I said, oh boy, this is going to get ugly, and it could happen fast. At home, Bills, Dolphins, Jets, Ravens, Bengals, Colts, Bears, Lions on the road. Bills, Jets, Browns, Steelers, Raiders, Packers, Vikings, Cardinals. Let's just go ahead and say this right now. The Bills are even more angry than they were after they beat the Patriots in the playoffs. Their first game looks like it's probably going to be against the Chiefs because they're scheduled for them. And if they win that game, it'll be Kill Bill 1. And if they lose that game, it'll be Kill Bill 2. They were going to try and massacre everybody in their way. I see two losses for the Patriots to the Bills this year. It's just going to it, it's just going to be that season I think where the Bills get too off on the Patriots. The Dolphins at this point, you got to you got to write in like okay, there's something on the DNA of this Patriots team that when they go to Miami in the last game of the season, it's a loss. Except for last year, <laughs> it was two losses. So when it comes to the Dolphins, you just can't say, oh, that's two games. You have to be honest and say, at this point, it's a split. The Jets, that's two wins. The Ravens, look, if the past offense can't move the ball and control time of possession, it's going to leave a very tired defense chasing around Lamar Jackson. It's a home game, so you might be able to get in Lamar Jackson's head. Could be some advantages involving the crowd. It'd be interesting to see how Belichick family and the kids in the tree scheme this up. Yeah, if the Bengals go ahead and just spend for two offensive linemen, it might be right back in the Super Bowl next year. The Colts could be interesting. If they still have Carson Wentz, it's a win. But where it is out of Indianapolis, they're trying to get rid of him or trade him or release him or offer him up for the best seller. Who wants Carson Wentz? He's got a great he's got a great psychological story. Maybe we could sell him to like a the DSMR people. DSMR is like this big volume thing that diagnoses everything. Okay, that was wrong, but it may not be. The, <laughs> thank you. Remember to tip your wait staff here at the Woober and Holiday Inn, right? The Bears. Uh let's hope this is more of a game that's a launch game for the Patriots scheduling versus a game in the middle to try and play catch-up or get healthy. Look, the Bears are sneaky good on defense. Obviously, we know that Justin Fields, and you want to see the growing pains and everything. But be careful, there's still a Roquan Smith and a Camille Mack there. That's a smacking Smithin. Hello, hey! Okay, no. I can't get another drum roll on that one. I talk. Lions similar to the Bears, but not as talented. Only way this game is competitive is if the Lions have multiple turnovers. That's a real possibility. The away games. The Browns. This could be the game where the ship of Mac Jones sails past Baker Mayfield in his own insurance home, like he literally lives there, according to the commercials. Or this could be the Baker Mayfield of 2020 who realizes that not only is he on the hot seat, but somebody is looking at that job and saying, hmm, all that talent all that stuff on defense. You've got weapons and running backs on offense. I want that. So if Baker Mayfield's still the still there, he's going to get everything, and he's going to be hearing about it from his local media in Cleveland saying, you know Mac Jones is already better than you. The Steelers, who's the quarterback, 
Could it be Jimmy G? And if it is, it's pretty interesting. You got interesting weapons from the wide receiver port, even though this is like diva you, the Steelers and its wide receivers. It's just amazing just how many of them just become divas. And Claypool is seeming to become the next one, along with the Juju Smith-Schuster. I think it's like they got two divas there. But they have a pass rush. And if they have a new quarterback who can galvanize them, you put Jimmy G on that team where you say, you know what? Jimmy isn't going to necessarily beat you. He'll beat himself. But if he's got the right tools around him, it could be a tough game. I'll get to these two games before I get to the last game that I want to mention. The Packers, you better hope that Aaron Rodgers is gone because if it's against Jordan Love, it's a win. I can buy dad tickets to that game. The price is going to be lower, and I can see the Patriots win in Lambeau Field. If Aaron Rodgers is still there, my dad's still going to want to go to the game. We're going to be like, oh, gosh, I got to hear that Go Pack Go song again. So you hope that Aaron Rodgers gets moved and Mac Jones can go and play in a nice snowy game that looks good like a snow globe on the television. Hopefully that game's later in the season and there's no Aaron Rodgers. The Vikings on the road. Now, this is going to be the game to see if Mac Jones can actually participate in a shootout. Kirk Cousins will always give you a chance to come back in the game, but he might throw 350. So this might be the game that Mac has to throw for 350 to win. And we haven't seen that yet. Like it's got to be, he's got to put it on his back, come down from possibly 14, some errors. And just do this. I mean, it's a possibility, but this is that game most likely he has to do. And then the game on the road against the Raiders. No matter how the Raiders season goes, because it's going to be tough for Matt. I mean, it's going to be tough for Josh McDaniels there. Some of the players have openly said, like, look, we wanted the interim to be the full-time guy. Now, how you remedy that is with wins. But you best believe if there's going to be one game Josh McDaniels is going to have this team super ready for, it's going to be against the Patriots. I think even Josh may sit around and watch that old Broncos-Patriots game when he took that head coaching job with the Broncos and beat his, the, the, the student, beat the teacher. and But then he also probably doesn't want to look at anything after that when they lost eight straight. <laughs> that, my friend, was not a joke. That was true. <laughs> but... That's going to also be the game where, hey, this is the head coach that knows everything that Matt can and cannot do. I'm going to tell you right now, schedule doesn't necessarily look good for the Patriots when you're trying to figure out who's going to be the offensive coordinator. And like if Bill is in that much control, wow, wow. I mean, he already is, but never has he ever stepped on the product of the offense. But now you're really potentially looking at that. So here's what I have. In the home games, Bill's a loss. They'll beat the Dolphins. They'll beat the Jets. The Ravens will be a loss. The Bengals will be a loss. The Colts without Carson Wentz would be a loss. Bengals and Lions are wins. So you have four wins, four losses at home. Four and four. Away, a loss to the Bills. Win with the Jets. Lost to the Dolphins. Lost to the Browns. Lost to the Steelers. Lost to the Raiders. Beat the Packers. Beat the Vikings. 
And they play the Cardinals on the road as well, which will be a loss because I believe the Cardinals. With all this stuff you're seeing going on with Kyler Murray, don't even scream at me about like, oh, but he's still on a rookie contract. Yeah, it's called financial revenue for an entire area. You don't think if they go get, say, a Russell Wilson on a two-year deal and make a deal with Seattle and have a chance to make a run in the playoffs and play at home in the Super Bowl, they can make back every single penny times three that would have been paid out to Kyler Murray in his next deal in one weekend. Because now what the NFL has shown, and a lot of fans don't really like it, but it, it works. If your team is good enough and the Super Bowl is in town, you make moves immediately to get those things changed and fixed. They just might do that in Arizona. They have weapons. They have a defense. They have a running game. All they need is a quarterback. Yeah, how hard was that for Los Angeles to find? Russell Wilson on line one, who just happened to be sitting next to Goodell the whole game. For those who believe in the Roswell Area 51 theory with the NFL, I understand. A loss to the Cardinals. So now you're looking at a Patriots team that goes 4-4 four and four at home, 3-6 and six on the road. Seven and ten. And Belichick is your offensive coordinator. That might be tough to swallow. All right, still to come here on Late Night, KJ. Um, Valentine's Day, I got a feature called Boston Love or Boston Love. And you'll enjoy it because it's in the, it's in this, it's going to put you in the mood for, for Valentine's Day. And we'll look at some people who either just love Boston or they just lust what it can do for them. But I'm concerned with all this stuff going on with the Patriots. The uncertainty, like (laughs) if Bill O'Brien's coming, shouldn't he already be here? But now they all, well, Joe Judge. and I haven't even gotten to the defense, which I mentioned earlier, that I don't believe one receiver will come save this team. It's going to be the defense, who's running it, how old is the defense, and what will they have to do? In fact, Teddy Bruschi says, look, this needs to be addressed. There's always that point where who's the de facto coordinator? People look to Belichick because there's no one named. But it's time this year that somebody needs to be named. Do you take the the bold step and and give it to your son? I mean, you know how that can be perceived. Oh, gosh. See, things are starting to align themselves in a potentially disastrous route. Remember after the Buffalo game, Devin McCourty said, hey, look, we ran everything. We tried everything on them. That's everything, and that's the personnel, and the Bills don't punt? Oh, boy. At some point, whether it be in business, even in family, right? Sometimes there you just have to marry somebody. Like, who my wife married is not along the construct of anybody else in the family. Like, you just have to say, there's just going to be like a curveball in here. Got to change up the blood a little bit. So, like, you can, you can hear Teddy's shoulders go up like... Uh, does he name his son? The D.C.? And I've said, look, 
for the future of this franchise, for the Patriots, best thing that can happen to Steve Belichick is him go head coach somewhere else. Someone just take that chance. I think they said like 33% of like all coaches in the NFL are related to other people at other teams. This would be the perfect time for Steve to go elsewhere. Let him run their defense, see how it works for them, because at least for them, they're not going to turn around and say, gosh, Steve, maybe you'll be the head coach. Or if it works out, it could. Or if it does, and then you could say, hey, look, maybe he comes back to the Patriots. Maybe that's the plan. But right now, you know, I mean, if I mean, if 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 you're still getting cooked meals at home, why would you move out? You're not being charged rent. I'm, I'm hypothetically, that like, look, with Josh gone, and Josh, you know, if you went to Vegas and took a bet, like, who is most likely to uh, take Bill's job once Jill Bill retires? Your money would have been on McDaniel's. Now he's gone. He's out of the treehouse. Hey, Dad. Want to make me defensive coordinator by name? And you still have you have players that look. Here's why I give the defense a lot of credit last year: is Ben don't break, but there was a lot of bending. You get, felt like waters were seeping. Water was seeping through the cracks at times. You weren't seeing a pass rush coming through uh, almost ever. You know, unless it was Judon getting loose on the outside. But nothing was coming up the middle. I mean, change with Barmore. I think Barmore is going to be a more impressive run stopper than, you know, trying to get up the middle and, you know, break. You know, it's not going to be Aaron Donald, you know, line up over nose tackle and rushing through like he's an end. But that addresses one thing. But again, listen to some of these teams. You're playing next year. You're playing Lamar Jackson. You've got Josh Allen twice. You got Joe Burrow coming. Tua, we'll see where he is. Baker Mayfield, eh. Kyler Murray, potentially, or Russell Wilson, (laughs) depending on the conversation last night. You've got some games where, look, it's not, hey, Zach Wilson twice, Josh Wilson, Josh Allen twice, and then, yeah, yeah, okay, you know, maybe you deal a little bit with, no, the, the 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 division's different. The teams are different. Tua, Tua won two games last year. That used to be two you chalk up. But yet some of the things are remaining the same, and that is a bit of a concern. All right, 617-779-7937. The text line is 37937. You're on Boston's original WEEI Late Night with KJ. Boston Love or Boston Lust? is next. W-E-E-I. This is W-E-E-I Late Night, streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Boston's original 93.7 W-E-E-I Late Night with KJ. Keep that going, Justin, because think about it. This guy's been having Super Bowl spreads year upon year. Tom's been in the game. Pat's have been in the game. Oh, you forgot to do the spread this year for Valentine's Day. <laughs> See, that's what I've always said. That the, the conundrum of the Super Bowl Sunday, Valentine's Day, and direct deposit day is tomorrow. Like, how cruel is that to, like, 
guys who are trying to fully engulf themselves into the Super Bowl on Sunday, yet still do a Valentine's Day that's worthy the next day. Now, if you've been with your girl for a few years, and the good thing about it is because sports is part of the fabric, but everybody doesn't have that chance. You might be dating someone who deals in academia. I don't understand what all the hoopla is about all this sports and athletic stuff and so forth. What does it really do to the brain? It's like, I'm about to ask you the same thing tomorrow night. Well, anyway. <laughs> it's a good one, Justin. I like that one. That was you good. Like that? I'm not trying to do this. I'm not trying to do this. This is all a God-given talent. And so, as all the songs that you'll hear as bumper music are tied to Valentine's Day, Happy Valentine's Day, Local Guys, Jay Giles, uh, Love Stinks, which <laughs> you can, um, and, and, and What You Won't Do For Love, I had to pull out another Boston original for Boston's Love or Boston Lust. Hit it, Justin. Can't wait. I'm very happy to be here. I want all of you forever, you and me, every day. You do something for me. Sure. See, because you have to determine, do these Boston superstars have love for Boston, or is it just lust? Patrice Bergeron, love. Yes, buddy, you're this close to a thousand points, and if you're looking to go the Yamir Yager route, like, go chill in Canada for a year or two. Come back, but here's the thing. The Bruins can't trade you. Because I'd hate you see you sent off to the Coyotes and help college kids learn their French by day and play hockey games in their, in their gymnasium at night. Plus, your Selkie might help stop Phoenix from selling. <laughs> like, selling the team off. So, it's been over a decade since the last cup parade here in Boston, and the natives are getting restless, but you truly love Boston, and you can see it. Brad Marchand, lust. Yes, sometimes lust will make you do stupid-ish, like go to two different women's house on Valentine's Day. Yes, some of you are about to do that. Brad will go on streaks that the Bruins need and then get himself a mini vacation that pisses off Batman. And it doesn't help the Bruins. But he also has that kind of lust thing that knows that, hey, we're still like six points up. On the person, the team that's in ninth. So, I think Brad just really has a lust for being here in Boston. Brad Stevens, president of operations for the Celtics. Love. Yeah, it's been kind of hard to come by. From questions about his ability to coach in the NBA, to being fire-moded, to president of operations. This may be Brad's best creation yet. Think of the noise from the fan base when Derek White was announced as the main acquisition trade deadline last week. But Brad Stevens may have just hired Ray Donovan. (laughs) Cleaning up messes for the Celtics. He's got the team under the luxury cap. He's peeled off some dead weight off of the bench and now can present a strong team to free agents in the offseason. And this team may even steal a series if they face the Bulls or the Cavs. In the opening round of the NBA playoffs, Oh, Brad, we feel the love, too. 
M.A. Adoka, coach of the Celtics, is lust. Uh, it's not a bad thing. It's just it's early in the relationship. He's done with this team after only one full season. He can then commit his feelings to what he's handled well so far. See, he's been honest with his players. He's let some BS slide with underachievers and let them get moved. He hasn't been intimidated by fans who thought he was overwhelmed earlier this season. And like I said, the team makes a run in the playoffs after sitting in the depths of the Eastern Conference will ensure that love is just around the corner. Jalen Brown, lust. That's only because it's hard for two people to love the same person. See, Jalen, you and Jason don't fight off over Boston's love, and that sometimes bothers the fan base. But it's smart. We've seen where two stars were looking to be the only love. Garnett and Marbury in Minnesota, Shaq and Kobe, Kyrie and LeBron. But when it comes to you and Jason Tatum, it's the saying, bros before. And it's good that it's only lust at this point. Jason Tatum, lust. See, when it's you and Jalen together, it's smart. See, Tatum's still a young man. Knows that only time can get him to love status and possibly legacy? Celtic? Check this out. In an era where kids are more influenced by video games, Jason Tatum was nine. Nine when KG was on the cover of 2K9 and was Kyrie's teammate when Kyrie was on the cover in 18. Tatum could be a cover boy and bring the Celtics back to international promise. And when that happens, the lust becomes love. Marcus Smart? Oh, it's love. See, when Marcus wasn't traded at the deadline, I believe he finally was able to open his heart fully. It's been tough at times, but getting your money here and then being kept here shows that you might be a really good bottom. It allows for Marcus to sleep well at night, knowing that the Celtics aren't trying to pawn him off for some young future tenderoni. New England Patriots quarterback, Mac Jones. It's all love. For Mac, it has to be. He's a one-team man. Unless he suddenly gets LASIK and starts to gel his head back. I'm just kidding. But Mac knows that the place he will be most appreciated will be right here in New England. After all, he's been given an unlimited American Express black card before he even threw a pass in a game. And that's sexy. <laughs> try not to laugh. Can you tell him try not to laugh through this bit? <laughs> I couldn't even play the, the rim <laughs> shot because it's just, it, it would be firing hey, too often. Hey, careful with so. the terminology. It's still not after. It's not 11 yet. <laughs> <laughs> the fan base wants him to win so bad. Can I get that rim shot again? They'll even defend his clown actings at the Pro Bowl as just having fun, you naughty boy. Matthew Chudon is lust. Now, you'll have to understand, Judon wasn't used correctly in Baltimore 
comes to the Patriot and shows that he's a problem on every down. Next, he'll be in the mix for Depoy, not DPOV. <laughs> the fan base will want him to commit all in the name of love, but he has an out in his contract in 2023. He may be a gun for hire, but don't fall in love, but enjoy the hookups for now. Devin McCourty, love. I think he gives it one more year and then retires as a lifelong Patriot. I could see him as a head coach in the league if that's what he wants to become. Devin is one that's deserving of a life in football for as long as he wants it because of the amazing off-field work that he's done and the acumen that he's shown on the field. The game will show love to Devin McCourty for years to come because of his love for New England. How many letters are in New England? Three, seven, ten. Ten letters in New England. And finally, Janu Smith and Nelson Aguilar tag team for love. But they have to play that role next season because they lust for another situation for their careers. After disappearing like a cheating husband who claimed they were watching Tuesday night football at the bar, and that lie was only twice true this season, the two have to play lovey-dovey so they can make it to next season. Aguilar especially, who's actually a gift about being Aguilar. John New Smith will have to be the reincarnation of Kettlin Winslow Sr. just to be able to get his stock back to original purchase price. And that's Boston Love and Boston Love. Thank you to the Queen of Dorchester, Donna Suffer. That is the first hit. It changed music. Pretty much just changed how sports pit is done on Valentine's Day, too. The second hour, KJ Late Night. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on and podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 